Well, you know what our text is for this morning. There in that verse 13. Our motto text for 2023. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. We must begin by asking ourselves to whom are these words spoken? Well, if we look carefully at the preceding verses, we are given the identity of those to whom the prophet addressed these words. These words were evidently spoken in God's name by Isaiah to God's chosen people. Look at verse 8. For thou, Israel, art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen. Verse 9. Thou, whom I have taken from the ends of the earth, and called thee from the chief men thereof, and said unto thee, Thou art my servant, I have chosen thee, and not cast thee away. So these words were addressed to the chosen people of God. So whatever comfort and encouragement we find in these words, they come to us on the ground of sovereign grace. You say, well, what do you mean? Well, we are chosen by the Lord. We didn't choose the Lord when it came to the matter of salvation. God chose us. That's grace. Sovereign grace. We did not choose the Lord, rather he chose us. And to whom the Lord has chosen to be his people, he speaks these words. And so, believer, we look at the words of verse 13, and we can say, the Lord chose me to be one of his children. He chose me and the words are addressed to his chosen that means the words are addressed to you and me and the Lord says to us for I the Lord thy God will hold thy right hand I will say unto thee fear not I will help thee those are words addressed but from God addressed to us you notice something else <coughs> Look at verse 9. Thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called thee. So we learn the words are addressed to those who are chosen by the Lord to be his people. And those whom the Lord has chosen, he calls. He calls 
That is the effectual call, the Holy Spirit, which cannot be resisted. Now, if you have sat under the preaching of the gospel before the Lord saved you, there would have been times you'd have been sitting in the meeting and you come under conviction and you knew you needed to be saved but the meeting was over and you got up and you walked out you knew you needed to be saved but you didn't stay <coughs> to ask the Lord to save you you knew God was speaking to you but then that day that hour whether it was daytime or nighttime when you got saved that's when you received the effectual call of the Spirit in other words the Spirit of God spoke to you challenged you convicted you and you couldn't walk out of the meeting you couldn't resist the call of the Holy Spirit that is called the factual call of the Spirit of God and so you have the order we're chosen and then we were called we have received the effectual call to salvation that means these words in our text listen believer they're for you and me we've been chosen we've been called on the salvation now we need not look around you look at these words you need not look around and say all oh, these words must be for somebody else no they're for you and me the chosen and the called and the saved of the Lord regenerated by the spirit of God brought into the family of God and so it ends today as far as our mother text is concerned the Lord has given a word for us it's like the Lord saying I have a word for you here it is here it is I the Lord thy God will hold thy right hand say unto thee fear not for I will help thee that's what the Lord says to us today and what a wonderful word it is a wonderful word from the Lord to every believer here first thing we want to notice is the sovereign and the saint the words are addressed to the saints of God and the revelation is I the Lord thy God I the Lord thy God is the sovereign and here the Lord reveals himself to us as the sovereign and here we have then that revelation evidently this people needed help that's what it says 
the Lord says, fear not, I will help thee. So the people needed help, and it was revealed unto them who would be their help. I, the Lord thy God, will help thee. I'll help you in your hour of need. No. No, it would not be an army of chariots, horsemen, shields and spears. No, better, better, better than that. The help wouldn't come from an army. No, it would not even be the host of heaven. It would not even be the angels in heaven. Better than that. Our help will come from the Lord our God. I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. The Lord God spoke to Abraham, Genesis 17. And how did the Lord address Abraham? Genesis 17, the Lord said, I am the Almighty God. I am the Almighty God. Is it good to know that when we need help, that Abraham's God will be our helper? And who is he? He's the Almighty God. Almighty. There is none like him. And with the Almighty as our God, we can rest assured he will not fail. when we need help he's the almighty God there is no power beyond his there is no power better than his there is no power greater than his he is the almighty listen to what God said to Joel the prophet I am the Lord your God and none else for my people shall never be ashamed in other words God was telling Joel that his people would never put their faith and trust in God and God let them die God says I'll never let you die my people shall never be ashamed but it means God will say I'll never let you die praise his name then it's good to have a trust in one who will never let us die so in our hour of need we can depend on the Lord our God. We can depend on Almighty God to be our help. As well as the revelation, there is the relationship. Look carefully. 
For I, the Lord thy God, am your God. The prophet is referring to a relationship there. The Lord thy God will help thee. But he is the Lord our God. That's right, the one who spoke to Abraham, who said he is the Almighty God. He's our God. He is our God. We have a relationship with him. We're part of the family of God. He called us with an effectual call, as we've already mentioned, brought us to Christ, his Son. And on that glorious day, at that wonderful hour, we came from darkness to light. The Lord saved us, redeemed us by the precious blood of his dear Son. And in that instant, we were adopted into the family of God. Adopted into God's family. Into the family of God and the one who told Abraham, I am the Almighty God, we can say, he's my Heavenly Father. And he says, I will help thee. And so believer when trials and tribulations come think about the words of this text and just think almighty God will be your helper he will not fail you you'll not be ashamed of putting your faith and your trust in him Paul said the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me Hebrews 13 verse 6 you remember one day when the disciples came upon the Lord as he was praying in a certain place one of the disciples when the Lord had finished praying it says when he had ceased Luke 11 when he had ceased one of his disciples asked him Lord teach us to pray as mentioned before so often those words are misquoted they're misquoted because when people when they're referring to that incident they say one of his disciples said to the Lord teach us how to pray but he didn't say that he didn't say Lord teach us how to pray because those disciples came upon the Lord as he was praying and they listened and they waited until he had ceased praying and I believe those disciples realized after listening to Christ pray they knew nothing about prayer in comparison 
And so that's why they, one of the disciples said, Teach us to pray. And then the Lord responded and said to them, When ye pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven. You think of it. The Savior's Father is our Father. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ is our Father. Because we're part of His family. Christ is our Savior and He's our elder brother. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. And the Savior's Father is your Father and mine. He is the Almighty God. There you have the relationship. I, the Lord, thy God. I, the Lord, thy God. There's the relationship. As well as the revelation and the relationship, you have the reminder. The Lord is here reminding his chosen people that in their times of trial, in their times of trouble, that he, their God, will help them. I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, say unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Remember again where that help's coming from. From Almighty God. From Almighty God. There have been those times believer I'm sure in your life when things haven't been going the way you would have liked you've said but Jacob of old all these things are against me not right there's those times when it seems as though everything is against you Yes, and we have cried out with Moses, and the children of Israel turned against Moses. But then Moses said, "What shall I do?" Jacob says, "All these things are against me." Moses said, "What shall I do?" But those two servants of the Lord Jacob and Moses were soon reminded that God was on their side and that almighty God did help them he helped Jacob he helped Moses he helped Paul and he'll help us so believer when everything seems to be against you remember that the God of Abraham the God of Jacob and the God of Moses is our God. He tells us that he will help us in our time of need. 
psalmist was aware of that but the psalmist said hear O Lord have mercy upon me Lord be my helper Psalm 30 verse 10 and Paul was able to say the Lord is my helper I will not fear what man shall do unto me so in our times of trial and trouble always remember the Lord our God the almighty God will be our helper and there's no help anywhere else God will be our helper praise his name well as the sovereign and the saints we notice also the security of the saints have we not wondered at times how people they don't know the Lord and trouble comes upon them have we not wondered how do they get through when they don't have the Lord to help them there's no help anywhere and they bear the burden alone but for the child of God the Lord says to us I the Lord thy God will hold thy right hand and hold your hand what a lovely comforting thought that is I the Lord thy God will hold thy right hand That's why we call the sermon, the sermon today, You'll Never Walk Alone. Hallelujah. You'll never walk alone. Why? Because Almighty God will hold our hand. Here you have, first of all, regarding the security, you have the certainty. The certainty of In times of trial and trouble, our Lord God tells us I will hold thy right hand and that is a certainty for if no one else holds her hand in such times the Lord will and it will be such a hold he will never let us go indeed the word hold there I will hold thy right hand. That word hold means to keep hold. To keep hold. In a time of trial or sorrow, we can have our friends come alongside us, put an arm around us, hold our hand, 
but they can only do that for a limited time. They must leave us and go to their own home or their own business, but not the Lord. I will hold thy right hand, the Lord says, I will keep hold of your hand and never I'll never let you go. Boy, what a word that is. Look at Isaiah 42. Just the next chapter over, verse 6. I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness and will hold thy hand and will keep thee. I will hold thy hand and keep thee. In other words, I will keep hold of your hand. Now that the Lord has told us in John chapter 10, Gospel of John, what great words these are. John 10 verse 28 And I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish listen neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand Look carefully The word man in verse 28 is in italics that tells us it's not in the original but put in there by the translators I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish neither shall any neither shall any pluck them out of my hand in other words neither shall any man any devil any demon any power on earth or in hell shall pluck you out of my hand again verse 29 my father which gave them me is greater than all that's right because he's almighty is greater than all and no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand you get the picture the Lord Jesus in verse 28 says no one will be able to pluck you out of my hand and then verse 29 no one will be able to pluck you out of my father's hand There's, if you can use the term double security we're in the hand of Christ in the hand of the father in the hand of the father and in the hand of the son get the picture You see walking down the street, the mother and father and their child, son or daughter, in between them. The father's holding one hand, and the mother's holding the other. The child is safe. No, ch no chance of that child wandering away and getting lost. No. But here we see as far as our security is concerned we're in the hand of God the Father 
the Son. And that's certain. I will help thee. I will hold thy right hand. Comforting, isn't it? You have the certainty. Then you have the companion. You think of it. If the Lord has told us that he will hold our hand in time of trouble, that must mean it will walk beside us. If you hold somebody's hand, you're walking right beside them. And this tells us that the Lord is holding our hand, and as he's holding our hand, he's walking right beside us. I've often prayed that when I've gone into the pulpit somewhere to preach I pray Lord stand beside me stand beside me in the pulpit and here the Lord says I will hold thy right hand I'll be your companion I must have the Saviour with me for I dare not walk alone. I must feel his presence near me and his arms around me throne. Then my soul shall fear no ill. That's it. For we will not, we will never have to walk alone. The Lord will always be by our side, holding our hand. That's it. The Lord our God, who is the Almighty, will be our companion through life the good times and bad times for us and we'll never have to walk alone chapter 43 of Isaiah 43 verse 3 when I pass through the waters I will be with thee through the rivers they shall not overflow thee when thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Why? The Lord says, when thou passest through the water, I will be with thee. With thee. In other words, it'll be our companion. You know, as I looked at those words, I thought about what it's like. The Lord says, I will hold thy right hand, the right hand. Now, if someone is holding our right hand, they're walking alongside us. 
they're holding us by their left hand, not right. And the heart is on the left hand side. When the Lord's holding our hand, He has as near His heart. There is a place of comfort sweet near to the heart of God. A place where we, our Saviour, meet near to the heart of God. Again, what a blessed thought that the Lord has us not only near his heart, he has it on our heart. He's touched with the feeling of our infirmities. Holds our right hand. He's our companion through the fire, through the storm, through the waters, through the flood. He'll always be there. He'll never let us go. Certainly, the companionship, then you have the comfort. Certainly, it would be an amazing comfort just to know and to feel the Lord holding our hand as we go through our trials. Perhaps as a child, you were in a situation where maybe it was dark or whatever, and you were afraid. You fell alone until your dad came along and took you by the hand. And all fear disappeared. You felt safe then. My dad has me by the hand, I'm all right now. We're all right now because our Father has taken us by the hand. Is that not a comfort to know that? Fanny J. Crosby got it right. Hold now my hand, so weak am I and helpless. I dare not take one step without thy aid. Hold thy my hand, for then, O loving Saviour, no dread of hell shall make my soul afraid. We know about the woman who wrote those words, Fanny J. Crawford. She was blind from a child. She was a woman who knew all about what it was like to have her heavenly father hold her hand. Hold thou my hand, for then, O loving Saviour, no dread of all of ill shall make my soul afraid. Notice. 
I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand. It's not us holding the Lord's hand. I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand. We're in the hand of God, and we've already noted He'll never let us go. If we were holding the hand of our Heavenly Father, we could easily let go. But not when the Lord's holding our hand. He'll never let us go. Sovereign and the same, the security of the sin. Finally, the support for the sin. Here in this verse, this text, the Lord our God tells us how he will support us in a time of trial. We have, first of all, the precept. For not only will the Lord hold thy right hand, but he will have a word for us, saying unto thee, fear not. believer through your Christian life but you needed a word from the Lord had you gone to this book and as you read through the word how often have you read those words fear not fear not And here the Lord says in this text, I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand and say unto thee, Fear not. In other words, if the Lord's holding our hand and he is the Almighty God, what have we to fear? I know it's fear that grips us in times of trial. But everything seems to be against us. We tend to think the worst. We worry and become fearful. But then again and again and again, the Lord comes to us and says, Fear not. Fear not. For I am the Lord thy God. And as we have noticed, the Lord our God is the Almighty God. It's not like you. the precept is word. And you have the peace. Lord Jesus is the one who is the Prince of Peace. The Lord Jesus, the Lord our God, is the one who gives peace. John 14 and verse 27. Thy peace I give unto thee. Not as the world giveth, give I unto thee. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. 
He is our peace. And so that being so, we are told, fear not. Verse 10, fear thy not, for I am with thee. Verse 13, fear not, I will help thee. Verse 14, fear not, thy worm of Jacob, ye men of Israel. I will help thee, saith the Lord. As though to emphasize it, three times, fear not. And we see that the Lord gives us reasons why we should fear not. First of all, because of his person. He's the Lord thy God. Because of his presence, I will hold thy right hand. Verse 10, for I am with thee. Because of his person, there he is. Because of his presence, because of his power. For he says, I will help thee. You need help? You can't do any better than the help that comes from the Almighty God. What a great verse this is. And notice what had troubled his chosen ones. Verse 12. For thou shalt seek them, speaking about the enemy of Israel. You shall not find them, even them that contended with thee, they that war against thee, listen, shall be as nothing, and as a thing of naught. In other words, what troubled the children of Israel? God brought to naught. There was no need to worry. No need to be troubled. I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, for I will help. You'll never walk alone when you have the Lord God as your Savior. Let's bow our heads in prayer. <coughs> oh, our dear Lord. We thank thee for the comfort we get from thy word. Comfort ye. Comfort ye, my people. 
Lord, guide us to know how to comfort thy people. With thy presence, with thy precepts, O oh Lord, may we feel the firm grip of our Heavenly Father holding our hand. Lord, I pray that thy word will be a blessing to those who have listened. Those maybe going through hard times, that be a word of encouragement for them. Lord, be with us now throughout this day. That's Mr. Fraser as he comes this evening. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be our abiding portion now until the day breaks and the shadows all flee away. Amen.